is Brock Purdy just a game manager? And can the Kansas City Chiefs defense win this one alone? It's Super Bowl 58, people, and this is our preview show. Points on the board. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Let's welcome our big guest here, Fantasy Sports Hall of Famer in both the Writers Association as well as the Trade Association, Mr. Greg Kellogg, and obviously a big Michigan fan. We have our part, my partner here, Big John Georgiopoulos, who is also a fantasy sports pioneer, having gotten this whole shebang of gridiron grumblings that is now Grumblings Media going, and my lovable co-host, one of the nicest men you'll ever meet, Mr. Eddie Aparicio. How are all you gentlemen doing? Awesome, man. Doing great. How about you, man? I'm hanging in there. I was going to (laughs) say, it almost feels like uh, we must have been uh, just here for the previous episode uh, because I feel like I haven't even changed my clothes or anything. It must be like, uh, you know, I must be a very stinky person or something. I'm still wearing the same T-shirt. I'm the opposite. I just look naturally good. <laughs> Greg, I just figure that hat is on your head uh, 24-7, 365. I know. I know. I wore, I wore it for tonight's episode. I normally wear a red NFL Player One hat when I go. Okay. Home. All right. Yeah, but, all right. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get going here. Only because uh, 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 Mr. Aparicio to the audience is on a time count. Uh, what did, pitch count. That's what they call it in baseball. You're on a pitch count. So I want to set this up, guys, a little bit. Uh, so so bear with me. I want to give a little bit of overview for the audience and, and, and to give us a starting point. So the overview of the Chiefs. Look, the Chiefs during the regular season beat themselves at times. Problems with drops. You know, the, the offense was stagnating a bit. Uh, but they came together in the postseason. Obviously, Travis Kelsey looks like the player of old, and that defense is uh, 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 lights out. And uh, but they are, they're playing as a unit. Mahomes has minimized errors. And when I say minimized errors, meaning the receivers aren't dropping, they controlled the Ravens, they stuffed the run, and they got the big win that nobody saw coming. But the real story of, of this Super Bowl, in my eyes, for the Chiefs, is their defense. They have one of the best defenses entering the, the, the Super Bowl. As I just said, they shut down Lamar Jackson, and they literally made him look the fool. I don't want to sound that bad, but he kind of looked like a deer in headlights at times. They've held... Four of their last five opponents to 17 points or less. That includes the Ravens, 10 points, Dolphins, 7 points, and Chargers and Bengals about 12 and 17. But the point is the Ravens, 10 points, number one rushing offense in the league. The Dolphins, the number one offense in the league, held the seven points. Now the 49ers, the Niners were not down once, but they were down in both playoff games. They overcame the Packers after being down by 10 points in the fourth quarter, and they overcame the Lions when they were down by 17 points starting the second half. Brock Purdy played up to his detractors in both games. However, what he did that people who accuse him of only being a game manager was put uh, the team on his back twice and led them to victory. And he actually forced some of the naysayers to eat their words. I think what helped 
push him over the top. And like, at least in my eyes was when he knew when to run versus trying to make something happen behind the pocket. Uh, he used his legs for a comeback win. Uh, and that's where we're at. You have the Niners who were expected to be there and the Chiefs who got past the the the, the mighty Ravens. And that's how I wanted to set this up. Uh, so uh, uh, I don't care who goes first. Uh, there's no order. Let's just when we when we talk, make sure we pause after we make our comments so somebody can jump in just in case. But how does this game play out? Uh, well, Eddie, let's start with you. Is this going to be a Mahomes versus Purdy battle? You know what? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. Believe it or not, I, I I'm calling something like around twenty twenty four to twenty one type of game. Uh, it's not going to be like a thirty five to you know thirty one game. Uh, both these defenses are legit. And the thing is, is that both offensive coordinators know that. So the way that they're going to go ahead and try and control it is by controlling the tempo. Short passing game, probably the running game is going to be pretty, pretty strong on both teams. Uh, we all know that the Niners had a hard time stopping the run in the last two games with, uh, you know, with Aaron Jones and Jameer Gibb and David Montgomery. I think, Dave, you know, uh, Isaiah Pacheco is a, a really good running back. I think they're going to try to insert the running game, uh, try and slow down that uh, that Niners pass rush, even though that has been non-existent for the last few weeks. But they still have the talent to to, to awaken at any moment. So, uh, and, then, and then on the same token, you know, the, the Niners know that the Chiefs have a very good D, and the Niners, I think, have moved away from the run, in my opinion, in the last couple weeks. Even though Christian McCaffrey has had his good games, but I mean, they could pound. I mean, they they can give that guy twenty-five to twenty-eight you know, totes a game easily. And they have other backup running backs to be able to just wear down that Chiefs defense. I think it's going to be all about a running game, in my opinion, with some short passes here and there. I don't think it's going to be a home Mahomes versus Purdy. I think that's what everybody thinks is going to happen, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. So you're saying that McCaffrey will be the X factor. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. And, Pacheco. and Pacheco on the other end. I think those, right. they're, they're okay. going to. Yeah. What about you, Big John? Oh, I agree on that. Um, I think they're both, like Eddie said, legit defenses. They're both top in the top 10 defenses um, in the regular season. The Chiefs, I, I don't know if people realize it, they were the number two overall defense by yards allowed. Uh, so they're super good. The The Niners were number eight. In the playoffs, you've had a little bit of a, of a slippage on the 49ers. They've given up a ton more yards in the playoffs. Now they have faced probably better teams than the Chiefs had in terms of yardage. Uh, but the Chiefs pretty much are still one of the better defenses in the in the postseason. The the Niners, I think, shot up to I want to make sure I got the right. I think 388, uh, 386, excuse me, total yards uh, per game uh, in, in the postseason. The the Chiefs are at 322. I don't think it's Mahomes versus Purdy, but Mahomes is the better quarterback. So in big games, your tendency tends to be with the better quarterback. Um, offensively, I'm not impressed with the Chiefs other than Pacheco. I think Pacheco's done an outstanding job this year, and he and he runs hard. He reminds me of just like a crazy mm. bulldozer that's like flipped out and got some extra, what is it, nitrogen or whatever in the tank, and he just bowls <laughs> over people. You know, he doesn't seem to be a big guy. Like, he doesn't bring to mind Earl no, Campbell or Larry Zonka mm -hmm. or Jerome Bettis, but he runs hard. Like, when he... He's looking for contact, and he'll bowl you over. So I like that about Pacheco. On the other side, the Niners have a lot more talent on offense than the Chiefs do. That's for that's for damn sure. Like, I can't think of a weakness offensively on that team. 
Um, quarterback, you're right, Offensive William. Line. Yeah, I, I mean, the quarterback isn't as good as Mahomes, but I think the quarterback, Purdy, is good enough on that team. So if they're healthy, if Debo, Ayuk, hey, listen, you know who the X factor is on that team? Kittle. Uh, the Chiefs are pretty good at stopping the tie, opposing tight ends this year, but if Kittle can work his way over the middle, get, work some of his magic there, they, they've underutilized Kittle. And mm-hmm. it almost makes sense to me that if if you're the offensive coordinator, if you're, uh, who is it, Shanahan, does he call the plays? I forget. Like, yeah. yeah, so if Shanahan, like, if there's ever a point to say, we kind of kept you under wraps all season, <laughs> now's the time to let you go, this is the game because they're going to focus on McCaffrey. They're going to try to take out Samuel probably. Ayuk will be left uh, single coverage. But that would mean that if those linebackers are keying on McCaffrey, Kittle can work the middle. So if you can get Purdy to find Kittle again, to me that's the X factor. But to Eddie's point, I see a 24-17, type of game. Like, honestly, the over-unders at 48 right now in most uh, gambling houses, I'd probably take the under on, on the 48 points, 47 Same here. Points. Same here. I'll, I'll take the under, yeah. Yeah, so and, what about- and John, just to go ahead and highlight on one point that John made about uh, George Kittle. Yeah, he definitely could be an X factor, but the reason why he isn't being utilized as he should is because the big weakness on that Niners uh, offense is their offensive line. And yeah. he's probably their next best offensive lineman. And he's there to kind of help a, a, a pass block, run block. I mean, he's considered one of their better offensive linemen. Well, That's well, the reason why you don't see him utilized in the, uh, in the passing game. If, you're if absolutely they had right. A, yeah, you're if they, right. Had a, if they had an offensive line that was, you know, shored up, he would be putting up numbers just like, you know, Travis Kelsey. But, I don't disagree with you. And even Kelsey said that. Uh, I yeah. think his brother on their podcast, um, uh, oh, what's uh, Jason Kelsey? Was that, is that the offensive line? Yeah. Yep. Like, yes. Jason Kelsey was was kind of needling his brother. And uh, he said, uh, Kel- Travis was saying, Who's the number one tight end in the NFL? <laughs> Jason said, Kittle. He goes, Kittle, it's not you. You know, and he goes, you know, His brother was upset. He goes, Why? He goes, Because when's the last time you threw a block in the running game? Nice. You know, and he was giving him grief over it. He goes, if Kittle didn't have to stay on the line of scrimmage this year, he'd have 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns just like Easy. you. You know, So I think there's that respect. You're absolutely right. But to my point, if you could figure out, like, how do I get Kittle up a seam every so often, it could be those four plays in the game that if they get him the ball up the seam – it's like two touchdowns and, can come and, out of that. And, and that's what happened with the Lions game. He did get free for a couple of the big plays in the fourth quarter. Greg, what do you think? Pat, uh, Purdy versus Mahomes or, or McCaffrey? The Lions choked. The Lions had that game in the second half. They came out, gave up that first score, and they just never recovered. I, I'm here to tell you, it was clear. I watched the Lions play the, Seahawks, uh, play the Chiefs without Kelsey and without Chris Jones. And it was in Kansas City. They won by one point. Mm-hmm. I watched them lose by three to San Francisco in San Francisco. And I'm here to tell you, San Francisco is the better team top to bottom. The best player, non-quarterback, is clearly Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. He can be used in the passing game. He can be used in the running game. He's going to be used in this game. But I think the Chiefs' defense is that much better than the 49ers' defense, which can't stop the run. Now, I like Pacheco, 
but he doesn't have a whole lot of wiggle. Okay. Oh. He's not going to break it like Jameer did to get the, the touchdown. Also, uh, I, I love Kittle. He's a complete tight end. He's, he's a better, he's a more complete tight end than Travis Kelsey, but there's not a better receiving tight end in the NFL than Travis Kelsey. And a lot of it isn't because Kelsey's a great receiver. It's because Kelsey and Mahomes have a chemistry I have never seen between two players before in my life. They know where they're going to be. And Kelsey doesn't even run set routes. He runs to an open area and Mahomes finds it. Now that's, you don't get that from any other tight end in the NFL. I don't, I think there's no way that San Francisco holds Kansas City to 17 points. I don't believe that for a minute. And Kansas City could pare back their offense if they get a lead and and not score a lot. But I see Kansas City having the capability of scoring 30. I don't see San Francisco having that capability against uh, – You know, uh, uh, I think it's the exact opposite. You take Kelsey out and they're not going to be – they're going to struggle to put 30 points off Kansas City. I think oh, I the, the, the 49ers – I think the 49ers can actually uh, score at will if they decide to open it up passing. But I think it's going to be a lot tighter in the game, whether it's nerves, the teams know each other in terms of the playbook. But at the end of the day, look, the, the Lions had the number two rush defense, and and, and I forget how much the, the, the 49ers rush offense put up 155 yards on them. So I think they're they going to be do able – They anything in the first half. They did it it doesn't matter. It doesn't time. matter. They did it in the second half, which is even more dominating. They came back and won. That That's greatness. You know, uh, the Lions are an up-and-coming team. It's not their time. But their inexperience and bad coaching decisions cost them that game. You know, and the Niners kept their head on the swivel. And more importantly, again, Brock Purdy showed he's more than a game manager. And about 50 of those yards rushing was from Purdy. But that's today's NFL. So, so, so I don't see this as a Purdy versus Mahomes. But with the fact that they have so many more legitimate uh, 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 weapons they can count on. I think Mahomes, because of McCaffrey, can keep up. I'm sorry, I think Purdy, because of McCaffrey, his versatility, and Ayuke and Debo, who turns nothing into something, they can keep up with the Chiefs. But with the Chiefs receivers outside of Kelsey, I don't know if they can. I don't think that's a game plan they're going to implement, but that's what could happen. You watch. Well, I, I, you look, he came up big. He's come up big. I, I don't doubt that, you know. So, so, But what I'm saying is we've seen Ayuk do it over and over. We've seen Debo do it over and over. Samuels, uh, not Samuels, uh, 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 McCaffrey and uh, 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 who am I leaving out? Kittle. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a lot of weapons. So I don't know who's going to win because of the Mahomes factor. You know, to me, he is the X factor. How he does uh, uh, will ter- determine a lot. Okay, so uh, – <clears throat> We talked about the foul tree rush defense. Eddie talked about that, talking about his concerns. But uh, uh, real quick, Greg, and, uh, uh, can can that struggling Niners run defense stop Pacheco? I think you kind of alluded that they could because of Pacheco's size. And real quick, Big John, Pacheco does not remind me at all in terms of his style, but he reminds me of Joe Morris, the little back who was looking to hit somebody. You know, uh, uh, so so he reminds me of. But so so uh, uh, so Greg. Can they, the Fautry Niners rushing defense, hold uh, Pacheco in check? 
They can hold him out of the end zone potentially, but I think he's I think he gains a hundred yards in this game. Pacheco what about you? Oh, go ahead. He, could. he really is. What about you, John? What do you think? Um, it's tough because, and I know we talked about potentially talking about uh, uh, player props, but part of understanding those is understanding what you think each player is going to do, right? So I think he will find the end zone. Um but I think it's going to be from one of those where Rashi Rice gets pushed out at the one yard line or something, right? I don't think he's going to go <laughs> off on the Niners defense. Um, I don't think he's going to go off on the Niners defense, but I think he may be the weapon in the last four minutes of the game, because I think the chiefs are going to pull this out. I, I, I uh, we could talk about, but I think the chiefs are going to win a close game. And I think it's going to be the type of thing where they hold on to the ball for the last four minutes. They're going to close out the game on a four minute drive. And Pacheco is going to get 60 of his 100 yards in that last right. drive where right. they're just going to it give him the be. ball. The Niners are going to be exhausted at that point. And I think it's going to be that human battering ramp because that's what I like about Pacheco. He's going to stay in bounds. He's going to put his head down. He's going to put it in the chest of some guy in front of him, some linebacker, Dre Greenlaw or something is going to get not bowled over. He's going to break their spirit. That's what Pacheco is good for. So even if he doesn't get the flashy stats, I agree with Greg. I don't think he's rushing for 150, 120 yards. I don't think that's going to happen. But when it counts, those last four minutes of the game, when Kansas City is trying to close out the game with a field goal lead or something, it'll be Pacheco, and Pacheco's going to come through in that situation. So to answer your question, will they contain him? Yes. Will they stop him? No. Yeah, just an FYI, the Niners averaged 97 yards. Opponents did a game rushing against them. Over the last three games, uh, 143.4 yards per game. Uh, now, let's get back to Eddie brought up a lot of great points, which are my questions here. Uh, the one thing, you know, I saw, I saw almost every game every week, you know, because I was writing that big, massive article. And the first thing I noticed off of Brock Purdy, every Two out of four plays, as soon as he drops back, he's literally going underneath his lineman because the opponents, they're not grabbing him yet, but they're literally right there. And uh, that's how bad that offensive line is. Uh, uh, can they hold Can they hold the, the, the Chiefs at bay? I don't know if they, they can hold back that, that Chiefs defense and that rush. Uh, we'll start off with Greg this time and then go to uh, 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 Eddie afterwards. I don't think anybody can hold off Chris Jones in the Super Bowl. Um, interior rush is huge. Detroit didn't spy Purdy, so that allowed him in the second half to gash us with long runs. Kansas City won't make that mistake. They'll we'll have somebody spying him, and he's not going to break off 25 and 30-yard runs against Kansas City. Um, so, no, I, I think it wouldn't surprise me to see him get three or four sacks in that game um not chris jones by himself but the kansas city right team right right three or four sacks against purdy um purdy's got more mobility than i expected though i'll give him that against detroit he showed some speed which i didn't know he had um but he was 15 yards downfield before detroit even noticed he was running some of those runs so i don't think kansas city makes that mistake so, Eddie, uh, uh, you and I have, have known for a while that homeboy can scramble. You know, he did it as an mm -hmm. Iowa Cyclone, so this was no thing, big deal. My concern with him is 
he uh, and I, and this is why I was so uh, adamant on, on the Washington situation, John. When he drops back half the time, I mean, he's already looking around to uh, buy himself time just to throw the ball. So, Eddie, what's your take on it? Do you think that uh, uh, the Niners' offensive line can, can hold back, you know, Chris Jones and company, or will, could that be the difference maker here? Because if they if don't get they that passing did- game going, they're done. Well, no, but it depends on what type of passing game they get going. Because if they try and do like a five or seven seven drop, you know, step back throw, that's not going to work against this uh, defensive line. I think they're going to do a lot of running and a lot of short passes to neutralize this pass rush of the Chiefs. That's how you go about doing it. And I think that's what they're going to do. That, in my opinion, their game plan should be that because, you know, if they choose otherwise, it's going to be a really bad uh, outcome for them because, you know, they they have already demonstrated that offensive line isn't able to uh, pass block as well as run block. Run block is the strength of that team, and that's why they should continue doing what they're doing. But my problem is is that sometimes Shanahan gets enamored with the, you know, the open playbook that he now has with Brock Purdy because he didn't have that with Jimmy Garoppolo. So now he's, you know, dibbling, dabbling in these plays that he like, man, I can do this now. Right. And, 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 I, you know, it's something I haven't used in three years. I'm going to bring it up because I have a good quarterback. Now, if he starts doing that, it's going to be a long, long game for the, for the, for the Niners. So I think the Niners can contain that Chiefs uh, defensive line. If they choose the right game plan, if they choose the wrong game plan, then no. You know, Eddie, you're right in that sense. And the West Coast offense is the best offense to do that because, in essence, a, a, a screen to the running backs, literally just a long handoff. And that's what I put in my notes. Uh, uh, it, is there enough speed in that Niners offense to keep the Chiefs off balance? And what I meant by speed, those quick passes, those quick slants, being able to do the hot read. Uh, and and that's the thing about the Niners and a team that's been together that long are those hot reads. So Purdy, after two years, should be able to do the hot read pretty well. And if I remember correctly, Greg, there was a couple of issues where that Jared Goff had the, the problem with that. Not Jared Goff, but the receiver wasn't in the right spot when, when uh, he had pressure on her. You know? So you're right. That's why I say the Lions are still a year away. Okay, now, who will be the X Factor? Oh, I'm sorry, John. John, I'm sorry, John. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> What's your take? Can, can that uh, – will, will he have enough time? Go ahead, Greg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Brock, Brock Purdy, he'll, he'll get his – look, um, I think the Chiefs' defense is the better defense. I think they will play better against the Niners than the Niners defense will play against the Chiefs. Uh, I think it's a close game. I don't. I think this is a field goal game. At, you know, one touchdown at most difference between the two teams. Um, he will have his trouble, but I, I can almost guarantee you there will be one or two big plays from Purdy to so, to one of his weapons. Like, as no defense can keep somebody in today's NFL. You know that locked up so what so to eddie's point if shanahan has the patience to run mccaffrey to run mitchell to stick to the screens to stick to the like little wheel routes and the slants and anything within like 12 yards of the line of scrimmage they can put a game plan together but that depends on two things one patience two that the chiefs don't get up on a quick like two touchdown lead on you because then you can't do that you you run out of time right so um I think it's going to be it can it be done yes but I I don't think they're going to they're I don't think they have the patience to do that for 60 minutes quite honestly 
I don't. Yeah, think no, I, I agree. I agree. So we're not gonna. We already talked about the Niners' uh, uh, rush defense and how they've underperformed this 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 year. But look, it's not like the Chiefs are 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 this great uh, 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 offensive line either. Their tackles have had issues. In fact, one of them is her. So that's gonna be interesting to see because because statistically we see it in front of us. But the truth of the matter is the the Chiefs have their own issues as well. However. That said, we'll start with Big John. Who do you think is going to be the X factor in this game? There's, um, there's just to give you a shot, Kelsey, Rice, Pacheco. I'm going to say Chris Jones on the Chiefs and Kittle on the 49ers. If, if I there had to pick go. one for each team, I'd say Kittle for the Niners, Chris Jones for the Chiefs. Uh, Greg. I love John's take. I don't really disagree with it, but any game that Pat Mahomes is in, he's the X factor. He really is. He makes things happen that shouldn't happen. Um, for the 49ers, I always look at McCaffrey. If you can stop McCaffrey or at least contain him, you can beat the you can beat the 49ers. But he's really hard to stop and contain. So I'm going McCaffrey and, and Mahomes offensively. Eddie. On the Chiefs side, I've already mentioned his name, Isaiah Pacheco, I think is going to be the X factor for the Chiefs. If he's successful, then the, I think the Chiefs are going to pull it off. Um, on the Niners side, you know, I'm kind of dibbling dabbling on this one, but I think the one I'm going to pick here is if, if he's healthy, 100% is Debo Samuel. Um, I think because he is a dual threat, much like McCaffrey is, I mean, no team has two players like that in the NFL. And they both are essentially mirror images of each other. The only one, the only thing is that one of them is a lot bigger and stronger than the other one. And the other one's a lot faster and shifter than the other. So they're both good receivers. I would say probably McCaffrey is a better receiver than Debo Samuel, but I would say Debo Samuel is a stronger runner. I, I, I'm going to say that Debo's probably going to get like seven to eight rushes this game, along with some passes that he's going to get. So I think he's going to be the X factor on the Niners. And if he, gotcha. if he succeeds, then the Niners succeed. Gotcha. I, you know, I, my take is simple. Kelsey's got to be the X factor. He was the X factor against the Ravens. 11 targets, 11 receptions, 100 some odd yards. His best game all season long. Without Kelsey playing as he did against the Ravens, they'd lose that game because we would have gotten the Chiefs that we've seen all season long. Receivers he couldn't count on. Of course, like you said, Rice has been coming through a bit. But I think uh, 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 Kelsey is the key to winning that game. On the other side, I want to say Purdy. But Purdy's the given answer, just like uh, what Greg was saying about Mahomes. But the but I'm going to say McCaffrey because McCa what I love about McCaffrey and and Eddie's heard me harp on this all season long. John too, I do not like running backs who can't run in between the tackles. The, uh, uh, McCaffrey can not only run in between the tackles, he can do everything the West Coast offense asks of him. So if he can run in between the tackles, he's going to allow some some time, buy some time for Purdy to be able to make those throws. It's all going to boil down to Purdy, but McCaffrey's the whole key to this game. And uh, 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 I, But that said, you're going to see all these stars play, making a play here or there, but it's a consistency. Some of the storylines, my friends. Any thoughts here? We'll start with Big John. Patrick Mahomes win. He matches Tom Brady with three championships through seven seasons. If he wins this game, do you see him on his way to matching Tom Brady uh, in terms of uh, uh, being called the GOAT? Uh, well, that's that's a different question. I do think he's going to end up winning this game, so he'll have his third ring. Uh, no, I don't, because the odds are against him, right? He has to have a healthy <laughs> career. 
he has to have, you know, the salary cap gets worse and worse every year as more and more quarterbacks eat up more and more of a percentage of a team's uh, uh, cash. So, and, and even though he's taken a relatively team-friendly deal, it, you know, the odds are so against large. It. So, yeah, yeah so it's, large. It's, 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 it's against it. So he'll be, he's a Hall of Famer. Will he be the GOAT? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Mr. Kellogg. Tom Brady went to Michigan, buddy. Nobody's <laughs> Tom Brady. I mean, come on, be real. What's Brady got? Six, seven rings. He's got it with two teams. It's got seven. Two different teams. Okay. Sorry. I love this is Greg. I, I love Mahomes. I love Mahomes. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. But the GOAT? Michigan, baby. Michigan. So Eddie, what do you think? Uh, he wins. He wins this one. He's on the same pace as Tom Brady. What are your thoughts on that? He'll be on the trajectory of Tom Brady. He won't be the goat because the goat is measured by you know championships and longevity. He's not there yet. I mean, he'll be on the trajectory yeah. to be there if he continues winning. Um, he's definitely in the conversation, but he's not the goat. Tom is still goat. Right. And then, right, probably, right. And then probably Montana is probably second after that. Who's Tom? You know Tom Brady. That's who we looked up to, right? Because he's from the Bay Area. So and I played right. against his rival high school. So um, yeah. So I'll say I think he's, on, he's on par. I think he's on par. But because of his contract, the one thing Tom Brady always did was sign those extreme, extremely, extremely, extremely team-friendly contracts, even more so than what Mahomes has done. And that team's already looking old. Kelsey's talking to retirement, or they're talking that, that retirement's talk. So uh, as with as with Tom Brady, that team's going to have to turn over. So we don't know what kind of turnover they did. Remember, Tom Brady went like six or seven years from like 2010 uh, or 14, something like that, six, seven years later before they got back to another Super Bowl because they had to completely retool that team, you know, because of age. So I, I think it's hard for him. Uh, uh, and I don't think today, if you put a gun to my head, no, he wouldn't do it just because of the difficulty of it. But to me, as a quarterback, he's a better quarterback than Brady is in terms of talent. But Brady's the winner, and you can't argue people call him the GOAT. Uh, John, you wanted to say something it looks and, like and before Will I move on. Yeah, I was going to say, and William, don't forget, uh, as soon as Andy Reid gets his quadruple bypass, which you know is coming in a year or two, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, don't, you don't know what's happening in Kansas City once they lose that play caller. You know, like that's every time true, I see too. Him do that commercial, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's like with those burgers. I always see them in a yeah. commercial for burgers. It's like it's, I feel like it's all state, the all state or state farm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was like, can you, John, John? You know this is a fact. How in the world can you consider Mahomes a better quarterback than Brady when Brady went to freaking Tampa Bay and won a championship? No, I, hey, I'm with you, Greg. I'm with you. I'm with you. But it, in all seriousness, Brady. And uh, Belichick started together at a thing where they could grow over 20, 25 years together. Andy Reid is already at an advanced age. And look, all joking aside, he doesn't look too healthy to me. And, oh, you know, he's already no, had issues no, no, with no. his health, right? So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, really considered Belichick the driving force behind that team. I really, well, I don't he, buy the genius layer. No, no, I don't. I don't either. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It doesn't have to be genius. He has to be the leader of the team and to make sure that team is focused. He had his offensive coordinator. He had his defensive coordinator. He had his quarterback. All he had to do was not his make sure. Was a six-round pick 
that sat on the bench until his chosen starter went down with injury, and then you couldn't get Brady out of the lineup because he kept winning. So Actually, they could have. There was a debate on the Steelers game. There was a debate on the Steelers game, and he decided to go with Brady. So he was enough of a leader to make the right decision. All right, let's move on. Can Brock Purdy – we'll start with Greg. Greg, can Brock Purdy put this team on his back if needed this this coming Sunday no. and carry them? No. All righty. Uh, Big John. No. Uh, 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 Eddie. If you're saying carry, the answer is no. No. He's, yeah, he's proven that he can do it. I, I say yes. He's proven he can do it in the last two playoff games, the two biggest games of his career, and he did it. I, I was. I agree. Yes. I agree. He, he, the right game plan, though, not not this deep pass thing. We're talking just you know dink and dunk type of approach. Yes. But Eddie, if they yeah. don't have the right game plan, is he actually carrying the team? Yeah, I mean, if, he, if, he, if he's exe- if he's executing the pass, yeah, absolutely, he's carrying the team. He's, if he's executing, yes. Mahomes can carry the team regardless of game plan. But we're not talking about Mahomes. We know that. We're talking about Purdy's ability in this game. I agree with Eddie. I think he has shown the last two games when everybody said he couldn't. He's too slow. He uh, not strong enough. On everything. But when push came to sh- and to make it worse, I mean, to make it even sweeter, he did not slide for that first down on one of the one of the two big runs he went head first because he knew he didn't know where he was he knew he needed it at great time at, 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 at the most difficult of times you never know where the biggest heart will come up and to me that's why i like brock purdy because he overcame not only the odds but proved everybody wrong can he do it this game yeah why look at those two tackles for, for uh, on that line there's going to be plenty of time for both quarterbacks to be able to make a few plays and you don't need to make a 40 yard run that critical play could be seven yards three yards four yards so and that's on both sides so okay uh wait a second uh, <laughs> let me ask both you guys something since you talked about purdy though yeah, he he's come through in the playoffs, and I'm not sure I'm not one of these naysayers. But carry a team is a very specific term that we reserve for very few people. And I would ask you this: what were the what were the defenses that Purdy was playing in the playoffs? Who was he facing in the playoffs? He was facing the number uh, two rush defense and number thirty one, number thirty one uh, secondary in the Lions. And Detroit was Detroit was in not a top ten defense. They were the uh, number Bay. two rush defense. They were the number 31 oh. secondary. I don't view the whole right. package so, so, because oh. because there's such, such a big difference in between the, 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 the rush and the pass. Right, defense. okay. So he faced the he, he faced the, the bottom of the barrel pass defense. And then if you look at uh, Green Bay, they weren't like a really – Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm leading you down the road. What were the two biggest plays he made? It was against the number two rush defense. The two biggest plays of the game were that with his legs. Yeah, that, yeah, that's doesn't matter, baby. <laughs> Actually, it is the way I look at it because no, no. it is the way you look at it. You know, no, look at Mahomes. Right. Mahomes used his legs just enough against the Ravens because he knew, you know, and they knew that you take what's given. You know, that's how it works. Well, then, we'll see. Well, well then, Purdy. See, we <laughs> you know, you know, Greg, was, all, was, I'm getting, all I'm getting is sour grapes from you because your team was taken down by Eddie's team, and you can't get over it, man. I mean, I mean, we started talking Super Bowl, gentlemen, and Greg's talking Lions loss. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. I can't help but pick guys. 
if, uh, if San Francisco had a 17-point lead on Detroit going into the second half, Eddie, tell me, do you really think they would have choked the way Detroit did? I no. No, but, but but you know what? This is Detroit's first real big shot in the championship game. They haven't been there in fifty some years, so they got to learn how to win, and they they're not there yet. So that's the reason why the Niners there in that position would not have choked it away because they've been there before. Pur- Purdy Purdy should send half his game check to Dan Campbell for those hard pretty much. So like I mean, yeah, yeah, twice, twice, yep. and and and, and well, once you can understand because he's done it before and been successful. I so don't understand, understand it. I didn't but understand that, it at all. You <laughs> kicked that field goal. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And you know, it's it's what I told Eddie Greg is look, you can get away with that in the regular season when you're not playing that level of competition, but you gotta look at the bigger picture uh once the postseason starts. Uh stat on Brock Purdy, uh, a stat on Brock Purdy is uh uh regular season, he was one and four, fifty-seven percent completion rate. Two to six TD, the interception ratio when tied or trailing in the second half. In the postseason, two games, 66% completion percentage, one uh, 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 TD, no interceptions. Again, that's a very small sample, but greatness but arises in difficult times. Pass defense, William. It's against well, of course the Lions sucked, and they're always going to suck as their career has shown. No, I'm, I'm just messing with you, Greg. The, it doesn't matter. It's the playoffs. It's the National big game. Yeah. Champions. It's the big game. But my point <laughs> to you guys is it doesn't matter. It's the playoffs. You know, uh, wild card teams right, have won. Right. Anybody you know? can come up big in the playoffs. No, not anybody. Not anybody. Lamar Jackson's been trying to come up big for, for years now. Has he? There's too many stars on that team, on that offense, for Purdy to carry the team. I don't know, Eddie. Uh, 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 well, before we go to John, uh, uh, on this stat, what do you think of the stat? 66% completion percentage, one. Uh, and, um, my point to you guys is there. it's a different person right now we're seeing, it looks like. Uh, uh, Eddie, your take. No, I mean, I, I already said enough, man. I, 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 I answered right, the question. Right. There you go. There you go. John, your take? Uh, 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 well, actually, you're right. We've actually beat this to death, so let's move on. Now, here's one, Eddie. I hope it doesn't get too sore. Uh, 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 Chase Young looked the fool against the Lions. There's there's two or three clips of him. Uh, and I just assumed going into this season, because I hadn't watched much a lot before I got back into watching every game, Chase Young, second overall pick, Ohio State, All-America, stud here, stud, just a complete stud. And then to watch him, it's it's like it's like he's that one guy on the, the play where he just doesn't want to get near the play to tackle. It kind of reminded me of Deion Sanders when an actual running back was running towards him. He kind of back away because <laughs> he didn't want to tackle. You know, that's how Chase Young looked. And on social media, at least it was a big, massive uh uh issue. And uh uh uh, uh Kyle Shanahan addressed this at a press conference and he didn't chastise the situation. But it was obvious he wasn't happy. Eddie, we'll start with you. We got one more question after this, and we're going to close it out. So let's be real quick on these last two. Eddie, what's your thoughts on Chase Young? Will he show up in Super Bowl Sunday, or are we going to see uh, uh, the Heidi version of, of Chase Young? You know, I, I, I would say that, you know, we'll see how this motivates him being chastised on social media. We will see what kind of a, a player he, he, he decides to be. Um, I'm sure that, you know, the, the, the team is going to motivate him to prove everybody wrong that he's not this guy. So I think he's going to come out and have a better game than he has in, in the past couple of weeks. So I, he has hey, John. Been a- oh, go ahead. 
No, I'm saying that he has it in him, so I think he's gonna he'll show up. Yeah, Big John. Um, it's gonna be tough because I've, you know, just reading around some of the local blogs and articles, there's this whisper that he may not even he may be benched for the Super Bowl that he won't start. Whoa. So there's these. Is that a motivational thing? Or, or do they think that they only want him in situations where he can just rush the quarterback and not have to worry about the run, like third and long, bring him in so that they, they can take some of the heat off of Bosa or that he can get one-on-one matchups necessarily. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough question because, like, nobody wants to go in with their B game. There's no such thing as you yeah. were a first-round pick in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you're either playing or you're not. And right now they seem to be down on him. Like, there's, like I said, and I, and I don't know how valid they are, but just some things they saw around the net today say he may not even start. Wow. And Mr. He Michigan, what's your take? Taylor, he played against Taylor Decker and Vinay Sewell, two of the top tackles in the NFL against Detroit. I think they just wore him down. I'm not sure Kansas City's tackles are at that level. I kind of agree with Eddie. I think he'll be better, but he's got to be on the field. So if John's right and he's not playing, he's playing limited snaps, it's going to be hard for him to have a big impact. I think if Chase Young has any spine, any machismo, any I'm a man, I'm not going to screw this up, he's going to show up, and here's why. What is he after this game? He's a free agent. He's a free agent. He's a rental. And this embarrassment, because we know he's talented, I think – I think uh, I don't know if he'll come through, but I think he has – all the tools there to have a big game. Who knows? Maybe he's the X factor after it's Austin and done. Real quick, uh, uh, Greg, you probably know being a Michigan guy in the rivalry with Ohio State. Didn't he play with Nick Bo- uh, Bosa in at Ohio State? Yeah. And, uh, Eddie, yeah, yeah, even I'm not sure which one. I think it was this one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so you would think maybe Bosa gets in his head. Look, man, this is our time. Yeah. You know. All right, real quick, final question before Eddie has to go earn some money. Steve Spagnola's teams are now seventeen and four in the playoffs with three Super Bowl wins during his career as defensive coordinator. We all agree. Well, Eddie and I have been talking about it since week twelve. How great the Chiefs' defense has be ha, ha, has become. Do you think that the Chiefs' defense can just outright win this and shut the offense down? Down. And uh, uh, Greg, we'll start with you. Simple answer: Yes. You want it short? Yes. That Chiefs there you defense go. is very good. Big John. Oh, absolutely, Spags. I mean, he did it for the Giants as a DC in the Super Bowl. He did it for the Chiefs as a DC in the Super Bowl, and now he actually has tons of talent around him. Yeah, that's not going to be the problem in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs at all. Yeah, he could shut anybody anybody down. Eddie. You know I'm a homer, man. Come on. Even though these are my two, right? Niners number one, Chiefs are number two. I've loved the Chiefs since the 80s. So um, primarily because they always beat the Raiders because I hate the Raiders. A designer fan, you can't like the Raiders too. Anyway, um, you know, the Chiefs definitely have a good defense. But have they faced a personnel on the offensive side like this in the AFC? I would argue no. So uh, I would say that the offensive uh, players that the Niners have could p- present a lot of problems for the Chiefs. So if, if the game plan is right, I, I don't I don't see the Chiefs stopping the Niners. It'll be a close game, but I don't think I don't see the Chiefs stopping the Niners. I don't, that there's no I, way nobody has stopped. Eddie, they they stopped Detroit pretty well and Miami offensive points on Detroit in game and Miami too without Chris Jones. <clears throat> 
And Miami too. They they shut out basically shut down the Dolphins when they were flying high. So right, it's possible. Well, those I mean, are not going to yeah. pitch a shutout, but. He, you know, it was bad weather their last three games. I mean, the cold winter, they're not going to be dealing with that. So I'm with Eddie. I, I, I think it's anybody's game. I think this game could actually be 35-40 if the offenses start letting loose and they get into a rhythm. That's how potent, or actually for the Niners. But that's why I think the focus for the Chiefs is going to be on that defense to slow the Niners' offense down. Before we end the show, first of all, uh, I want to give a hat tip to this article on the Athletic. Super Bowl, what is this Super Bowl? It has the Roman numerals here. Super Bowl <laughs> projections. Chiefs meet 49ers. 48? I think 58, I think. Oh, 58. Hat tip. Super Bowl 58 projections. Chiefs meet 49ers in rematch of the 2020 game, The Athletic. I got a lot of info out of that. Want to give a hat tip. The other hat tip, has Brock Purdy finally shared the game manager label or does the 49ers QB need to defeat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? And that's on CBSSports.com. I want to thank Greg. It's always fun having Greg on because we always go at it. But this guy's a super nice guy, a veteran of the fantasy sports industry, uh, obviously a big Michigan fan. Uh, uh, I suspect he probably has a closet shrine of Tom Brady in his house. Greg, we love having you on, brother. Yeah, there you go. You take care. And uh, with my partner, John, thank you for coming on. John's got a busy uh, life. Excuse me. My eyes watering bad. Uh, has a busy life, family, work. Thanks for coming on, taking time. Eddie, my friend, great having you as a co-host. We're going to do this again soon. And Eddie and I will be back for sure talking Super Bowl. Greg, you have something you want to say it looks like? 31 to 20 Chiefs win. Oh, there you go. Real quick. Uh, John, prediction. Uh, Chiefs by a field goal. Eddie. 24-21. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm saying 24-21 Niners. 24-21 Niners. I'll say 35-28 Niners. Uh, and there you have it. Do not forget, my friends, you can catch us at grumblingsmedia.com, on YouTube and Rumble under the profile, Grumblings Media, as well as traditional podcast outlets, Google, Spotify, Pandora, and Apple. My friends, do not forget to share Thank you for listening in. And until next time, we all bid you adieu. Good night, everyone.